My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today our theme is turning your pain into purpose. I'm talking to Anna Esparham, MD. She's a physician, self-healed homesteader, and women's health advocate, and she found a wonderful healing journey through the power of medical intuition and listening to God, spirit, her guides, and her angels to heal. And this is despite being a triple board certified physician, soon to be quadruple, quadruple certified. You know, it's not to say that the medical field does not help, but without that guidance from the spirit side, without that spiritual wellness, sometimes we're just kind of throwing, you know, drops of water into a fire when we have either autoimmune issues, chronic issues. I know I, I healed in very similar way from IBS, which is a, you know, long term, you're going to be on this medicine the rest of your life. But it was by listening and, and doing the right thing for my body. So I'm really excited to talk to Anna today, um, for the benefit of anyone out there who's also dealing with this kind of stuff. So welcome, Anna, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. So excited to be here. Oh, you're very welcome. Excited to learn more about what you do. So why don't we start by learning more about you? What do you do in your in your coaching work and as a physician to help people? What's your specialty? Yeah. So I really focus on a lot of chronic health issues, especially in women, just because a lot of women's health, unfortunately, are underrepresented in, especially con the conventional medical world. In fact, I don't think they even passed the law that women had to be part of research studies until 2015. Wow. So yeah. So, <laughs> so that's why my business, which is called health is power because I always found that health is really number one. Otherwise it's so difficult to have other priorities without your health being number one. And so many women are struggling with these chronic health issues, including my story, which I struggled with both autoimmune disease and chronic pain. And now I, because I've lived through that, I've tried to figure it all out and tried to heal as well as I can imparting that knowledge through my business, through coaching women with chronic health issues, chronic pain, autoimmune disease, anxiety, chronic fatigue, all of that. And also while practicing as a physician more integratively. So I, I still am a conventional medicine doctor as an MD, but I definitely know that that is not the end all be all. Um, obviously it's very tough to heal from chronic disease with just conventional medicine. Cause it's more just kind of masking the symptoms. It helps for sure, but we have to start using a lot of these integrative modalities and then what led me to the spiritual part, which I find is the biggest foundation of health after what I went through and met my spiritual coach, my medical intuitive, who helped me reconnect with my spirit and helped me heal those like kind of last little legs that I needed to heal from the severe autoimmune disease and chronic pain. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. I kind of do a whole bunch of different things. <laughs> 
I love it. It makes sense to me. And, and, you know, you said something really key there that health and wellness is the key to, I don't know if I'm, I'm probably mincing your words, but abundance. And I would say joy, you know, you can have all the money in the world, all the, you know, success in the world, but if you don't feel good in your body, it's, you know, you just don't want to live anymore, you know? So it's just so important to pay attention to that. And yes, our spirit can, can really identify things. Well, at least connect us to what's out of balance in our lives. If we're not dealing with it directly, then our body's going to start saying something, right? So can you share your, your journey with medical intuition, what you, what you learned through that process and what was kind of off in your own life that you, you rectified or, or let go of? Yeah. So it actually started in first year of med school. I was pretty much bedridden after I got a few immunizations and then I got severe mono and I, I couldn't get out of it. It was months. They thought it was chronic mono, but I was short of breath. I went into menopause. I, I mean, it, it was just that it was very strange for me. I would get like weird fevers at night. Anyway, come to find I'm multiple specialists later. Um, it took a couple of years to find out, but it was a polyglandular autoimmune disease. So autoantibodies just chewing up all the endocrine glands, the adrenals, the ovaries. Um, mm -hmm. My thyroid was a little bit spared, but it was just, it was really rough. So I had no energy at all. And I couldn't get through med school, even with the conventional medical side, which was mostly steroids. You had to be on steroids daily. So I, you mm -hmm. know, took those for years, but the quality of life was so poor that how was I going to get through medical school? How was I going to get through residency where you're working, you know, 80 or more hours a week, not getting enough sleep. And so that's what led me down the road of these integrative modalities, which helped me get, you know, about 30 to 40% better changing my diet, you know, increasing my nutrition, taking supplements, doing IV therapies. And then I would get better um, but then something else would pop up like chronic pain or chronic pelvic pain or other different types of chronic health issues and nothing was working. I would exercise. I did my medicine. I did the procedures. I did all the supplements. I slept well, nutrition, all of it. And it wasn't helping. And, and that's when I sort of broke down, um, and just prayed to God, like, I just can't live like this. I can't get through work. I want to be a doctor. I won't be able to do this if I don't figure out how to heal. I'm doing everything I can. And that's when that medical intuitive, my, also my spiritual coach, cause he helps me quite a bit in my growth, in my spiritual growth and transformation. And, um, he had a cancellation, which he never had a cancellation. He was booked for years. Everyone wanted to see him cause he's so good at what he does. But that week after I prayed and just, you know, surrendered, I got into him. And the first thing that we worked on was my spirit was like thousands and thousands of miles away. And, mm -hmm. and it took just a lot to reconnect with my spirit because I was just so disconnected with who I was, which is tough. It is tough in this, you know, conventional medical training where it is kind of brutal and it is pretty oppressive to go through. <laughs> Mm, I wish I the medical imagine. system would change, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but we just started working together on, um, emotions from past lives, generational trauma, um, really getting connected and aligned with my path instead of everyone else's path in terms of pleasing and trying to impress my attendings or my professors. And so it really was 
kind of trusting myself again and um, coming into who I was and being okay with who I was. And, and that definitely took some time, but I, I think that was the biggest thing that helped me heal. Um, so, so yeah, that's how it all started, I think. And the spiritual, that spiritual piece, that medical intuition really led me to where I am now because I didn't realize that I was stuffing my intuition down because of this very logical mind. We had to really focus on memorization. Everything's logical. Everything's critical thinking, but what about the heart? Mm-hmm. And that went ignored. And, and now I'm beginning to use my medical intuition and my spiritual self and connecting with my patients and connecting with my clients and using that intuition to better serve them, which I'm getting so much better results than just, you know, strictly following an algorithm that this medical field has taught us. And I I think that's really the way to go. And that's why I'm also going back to get another board certification in osteopathic neuromusculoskeletal medicine, because these physicians, these osteopathic physicians just uh, weld that mind body spirit together when they're treating the patients. So they're using their intuition and their palpatory skills, really feeling what's going on. They're listening to the patient and then creating a treatment plan based off of that instead of what's on this algorithm, Mm -hmm. medical algorithm that we need to give this pharmaceutical and this procedure for this disease when we're not really touching the patient. Yeah, uh, that's that's amazing and wonderful. And and back in the day before integrative therapies became more popular, more well known, uh, that's when I had my IBS outbreak and like feeling like, oh, I'm going to live like this the rest of my life. What's going on? And and having to research things and and follow the breadcrumbs to something like Chinese medicine. Or I mentioned I had a friend going through something similar. She found osteopathic medicine and Chinese medicine. And so not to say that I wouldn't go to a medical doctor if my arm was broken or I needed an organ removed, you know, like (laughs) there are certain things that we're really good at, but I think, you know, raising up all of the therapies as like, here's your option, here's your choice. And for you integrating them all together is really exciting for a lot of people. I bet that they've been probably looking for, you know, that answer for a long time and you can kind of bring it all together for them. So that's really great. So what, um, you know, what's a typical day like in your office? Do you have, or, you know, if you work remote, I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm sure you have a variety of different things you'll work with. What, what does that look like for you? Yeah. So I have a couple different ways that I take care of patients and clients. One is through uh, my own medical intuitive services where I do medical intuition via Zoom coaching sessions. And, and then I also like to teach my clients how to do their own medical intuition to empower themselves to heal because really they know how to heal deep down inside. This is their blueprint they just have to follow it. They, and it is a little bit of a hard work. I mean, you do have to make a habit of it, a daily self-practice through these intuitive meditations and intuitive healing sessions on their own. And then in my medical practice, I am working a lot with hands-on doing different procedures, whether it be act because I'm a medical acupuncturist as well. So I do acupuncture. I incorporate self-hypnosis. I incorporate a lot of emotional release because emotions do get stuck in our body and do create physical disease and a lot of chronic health issues if we're not feeling them and releasing them over time, which is a 
it's pretty much a big issue in a lot of my patients with chronic pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I'm hoping to also add another tool, the osteopathic manipulative therapies to also help bring the body back into alignment, the lymph, the tissue, the blood, the muscles, because every time we do get stressed or we do have a traumatic event, it can throw off the biomechanics of our body and cause headaches or cause back pain or shoulder pain, for example. So it's not just one modality that I can use for most chronic diseases. I have to use several um, because not one you know, modality or one therapy fits everyone, even though the research is just the mass research, it should work. It doesn't work like that individually. We have to really listen to the patient and really tailor that management plan for them. Absolutely. It's not one size fits all. I, I hear you on that. And and you you had a really interesting point too, about when you were healing, your spirit was a thousand miles away. And that's something that I see with my clients as well, like if your spirit has left the building and it's not, you know, it's not in your body to help you heal, that's the healing life force is your spirit that's connected to the the higher source. So if that's gone, your body's just trying to hold itself up basically. And then, yeah, you've got your fight or flight, you've got your nervous system dis- dysfunction or dysregulation and, and all this stuff that's causing it to feel left alone. And like, it's not, it's like a plant that's not getting water. So that's really important to to think about um, when, when we're healing long-term mysterious chronic things. So you mentioned um, that, you know, you, like you, you saw your medical intuitive and that's, I just love that, that, that was, that was the doorway that helped you heal. But in your daily life, how did you tap into your higher self, God, your spirit, um, guides and angels? What did, what was that like for you to rise out of that chronic pain in the, in the situation that you were in? Yeah. So this was actually really, really tough for me because I was also one of those people who couldn't sit still and couldn't be alone with myself. And I think that's a lot of what I hear, especially from my clients and patients. And when I'm trying to teach, you know, sitting still, being alone, doing meditation, it's like, that's when a lot of this emotional pain comes up. And so it's tough to deal with, but as working with my medical intuitive, my coach, it was a safe place where I could really sit with this emotional turmoil with my patients who have died in the past, kids, you know, since I'm a pediatrician by training, kids who have died in the past, really releasing a lot of anger, a lot of fear, a lot of guilt, a lot of shame that was deep inside through certain types of meditations. And I did all kinds of meditations. And the best one that I really learned was through my intuitive healing courses, as I was getting trained in medical intuition myself, just to kind of really hone in and practice those skills where she really taught us a lot of creative visualization techniques with intent. And so that's where that really resonates with me because I feel like when we are visualizing, when we are putting that energy out there, when we're thinking with that intention, we're actually creating change both spiritually and physically. And I think that's what significantly helped me by allowing myself to release what no longer served me, whether it be emotions, negative spirits, 
um, even aliens that were messing with me. And, um, and it sounded so strange, right. As a conventional physician. And, and now I'm realizing I don't know anything. <laughs> None of us do. Work. It's just so, <laughs> it, I mean, it just surprises me every time. And then, um, I really got connected after that, when I really started tuning into my spirit, just sitting with myself, with my spirit, getting to know who she was. And then all of a sudden it kind of opened up like these angels were with me. All of a sudden my spirit guides would show up. All of a sudden I was starting to connect with God um, and Jesus Christ again, where I really sort of disconnected with them before because I thought I was unworthy. I wasn't good enough. I didn't deserve to connect with God. And so that relationship was so abysmal throughout medical school and residency until I started working with my medical intuitive and spiritual coach again to know that, yes, like this connection is the most powerful connection that I've ever had in my life, the most powerful relationship, the most healing relationship I've had. And so I, I just, I try not to miss it. Um, that time with God and spirit. So, yeah, yeah that's I love how that. I, I love that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's one of the first things that I do with my clients when we're talking about intuitive development and how to truly follow your intuition in a way that's useful. Um, I say, you know, you can, you can plug your GPS in and not, not attach it to the satellite or not connect it to the satellite with the information. And you're getting that old map of life. And so you can, kind of sort of get somewhere, but you're probably going to go in circles. But if you're connected, that's when you get that information that will help you get where you need to go in the most efficient way. So um, to me, that connection with spirit, I had the same exact um, thing happen with me in my healing journey, very spiritual as a child, very soul centered, had some religious trauma, had some, you know, just life trauma, grief of loss of, of, of important people in my life. And so I shut it down. I was mad. And when I finally realized I've been mad at God for 25 years or whatever it was, 22. Um, and, and when I finally decided to forgive and reconnect, it was right there. And then I had a different experience. It was, you know, my experience of God, not saying like, oh, there's a certain definition. It's whatever it is to you. It, it comes to us in different ways. So I just love that. That's wonderful. So now that we're talking about God, you mentioned that your biggest success is following the signs that God sent you. So how does that look now that you've done the bulk of your healing work and, you know, you're still kind of on the, the path? Yeah. So this is so funny. And I, I actually do talk about this to regular conventional people because they look at me sometimes they're like, gosh, how on earth do you just leave you know, this amazing academic position and all these awards that you get, all these accolades that you get as a physician. And um, I've, I've left several times because I was following the signs of God. And every time I didn't follow those signs, I would get sick. And so I don't want to be sick anymore. So now I'm more in tune. It's compass. <laughs> my compass, though. I don't sometimes like to listen because I'm like, oh, this is going to be a hard transition. This is going to be a hard change for me. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I have to trust in him. And so a perfect example of that is recently I quit my um, one of my academic medical center jobs in a large pediatric center. And um, I saw, I was praying, I was really depressed for like a week. And, and I, I 
didn't know why I was like, why is this coming up for me? Why am I feeling so down? There's everything's perfect in my life, my family, my husband, my work, my career, all of it's perfect. Right. And it was just God. I just prayed and meditated with God for hours a night, every single week. And then, it, and then after a week, I finally got the message from God as it just came down and was like, you need to leave your job. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to leave my job. I'm making great money. And I, it, I, it's so easy and it's so fun and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay, well just give me a sign when I need to quit. Okay. And so I just put that out there. And so of course, then there's this bat. So the signs come to me in animals. I have no idea why. I love that. But I the, can tell you why. <laughs> the animals, I'm so connected with it. I, I studied wildlife biology too, by the way. That yeah. was my well, that's undergrad great. degree. Yeah. So and that's, that's, that's the information you have in your head about animal behaviors. Is. And we're all, it's all connected. It is. That spirit life force is connected in everything. So that's how those messages come through. Me too. I love animals. So I ahead. love animals. And <laughs> so this bat was um, on my door and it, we had a bat deterrent so that nobody makes. And so this bat was right next to the bat deterrent, which is so weird. Mm. Why would it be there on the on the day that I needed to quit, the bat was there because the bat represents, right, rebirth, transformation, mm -hmm. death in a way that's, you know, this is going to end and then you're going to start something new. And I didn't have any finances. I didn't have any money to quit. And so that was really scary. But I was like, okay, I know this bat is the signal because my last job I quit, the bat also showed up <laughs> on, which is really strange because it was a huge hospital parking lot, humongous parking lot. And this bat was on my car sleeping on my birthday, seventh day of the seventh month. Wow. And I was like, I was like, okay, it won't let bat, you it's miss time to that. again. <laughs> He's your little messenger. And when this, when source knows, okay, she gets that, let's send her that every time. So she doesn't miss it. Yeah. Oh, the bat. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy bat. Oh, I love that. That's really cool. So yeah, animal totems are, you know, they date back and still today with indigenous cultures, that's the way that God speaks, you know? So it's a, it's a beautiful thing when that happens kind of automatically or naturally for, for those of us who don't know that <clears throat> or haven't you know, been taught that I think there's something extra special in that because it's like, oh, this experience I'm having is is teaching me something or telling me something. I can just feel it. It's not like anyone told you a bat means something, right? Yeah, you, you <laughs> definitely feel it. And then I go up and I look up my medicine cards or the spirit animal and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I trust this. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, so now's the time in the show where I like to offer a bit of, of guidance or help for something that you're struggling with today. So you mentioned that, you, you know, you still have some people pleasing habits, though a lot less than before. And when that kicks in as a physician and a coach that or any other place in your life, it leaves you feeling very drained. So you do experience some energy leaks and um, maybe not not feeling the ability to kind of pull it together and, and move on. So can you share what that what that's like for you and what's what the challenge has been lately? Yeah, so I do as a as a physician, I do tend to give so much of my energy because I do want to be very present for my patients because I do think that connection that I have with them is really important in their healing process. And so I, I really just have to light myself up. But I I think 
during that time, I give a little bit too much of my energy because I notice at the end of the day, I feel more exhausted than I really should be. Um, And so I know there is some kind of energy leak that I am giving it away versus setting those boundaries for myself while still being able to help the patient in an enough way. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Well, the, the first thing that comes to me, as you mentioned that, is that a, uh, there's still a, you know, while you've done a lot of work on becoming a channel for this grace and for this intuitive advice, a part of you still feels like she's the one in the driver's seat. And a lot of times with people pleasing and codependency, uh, I certainly have experience in that as well. Um, we get, it's almost like a control thing, just like an addiction. Like we're trying to control the experience for ourselves. So if we feel like we're doing the people pleasing and we're like the hero that has helped this person, um, that we're worthy in some way. And sometimes in this kind of, well, a lot of times in this kind of work, if you, especially if you're working with a lot of people, it's so important to see ourselves as a channel that's bringing through this wisdom and this energy. And so opening up as like, whatever happens today happens, I'm just going to let it come to me. I feel that you already do that, but the days that you don't, it's like you forget a little bit. Does that make sense? Yes, I do. Absolutely. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because especially in, you know, kind of threading the needle between that very logical physician think and intuitive think, I think, you know, in my experience, kind of doing business and intuitive spiritual work, sometimes all in the same day, like multiple times in a few hours, that's when I'll get the most drained as well for getting that. I just open up, be present, what happens, happens, and I really can't control any of it. I just show up. So I feel for you, that's the message also to make sure that um, any inner child stuff that's there about pleasing and being just right and the perfect kind of coach or the perfect person for someone. Um, I see that you've done a lot of work on that and you're you're out of the worst of it. You're out of the storm. But now it's time to get fully settled on like, where's that ideal energy that I'd like to be at as a practitioner and maybe going into this next certification um, you're going to come out with, with even more strength and probably learn a lot in that process as well. I'm hoping that's my yeah. hope. I've been thinking that I'm like, okay, this will be, this will be the test for me to finally learn. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, you're definitely coming out of a time of discovering your spiritual maturity by flying alone. So bringing in all the different modalities that you do and, and speaking your truth the way that you do, it's you're, you're marching to the beat of your own drum. And I, I feel a lot of people probably look up to you, even those that don't say it. Um, and so you might get criticism or you might worry about it, but more often than not, people are like, wow, she's doing it. That's amazing. Um, kind of reminds me of um, some therapists that I know that are bridging spirituality with therapy or choosing to be coaches instead of therapists. It's like, there's a big movement towards that right now. And I feel like you're part of that same thing with physicians and you are going into a, a major intuitive development cycle and, and leaving behind um, the old ways in a big way. And it has to do with just a deep confidence and releasing a fear of uncertainty. So if it's with the clients that have the major, 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 major pain, um, I do see like, oh my God, I really want to help this person. You know, this, this is a day where it would hit you. It's like, bring the knowledge and the wisdom that you have and say it works most of the time, 99% of the time, it's going to work this time. And no amount of me pushing it deeper into them is going to change that. 
that it's got to be their job to listen as well. And so sometimes you might come across people that don't follow your protocol. They don't, they don't understand how important it is. Um, and so just know that that's on them, not on you. Does that come up? You're nodding your head. So, yes, <laughs> so share yes. how that comes up for you. <laughs> yes, because it is so hard as a physician when you're, you've put so much time and so much effort into helping patients or helping clients. And, and some of them, they might not know it, but they don't want to heal at that point in time. And, and it's like, okay, but it's my job. It's my duty. It's, I have to help them. It, and it is a form of codependency where I have to feel good about myself, what, and what I'm doing. Otherwise I feel it's meaningless. And mm -hmm. then that, you know, goes down its own rabbit hole, but yes, it, it is tough as, physicians who we're supposed to help everyone and those patients there's a lot of patients that we can't help because they really truly have to do it for themselves absolutely i see that all the time i'm just you know different in different places but it's it's like understanding that human psyche in terms of seeing how you healed and that your desire to do it and your desire to do the work was the key piece everything else was already there so for you knowing I'm going to give them all the tools, I'm going to be just as kind, just as open, just as available as the last person who's doing all the work and then acknowledge that they might not. And that's okay too. And I think for when you get more intuitive and you start seeing that that's what's happening, it does get very disheartening. So it's kind of almost like having everybody sign, like you must follow this protocol or we can't work together or something like that. I don't know if you have something like that. Yeah. So, well, what I do now is I actually do a screening process of every client that I work with, because if they don't meet that initiative or that motivation, or they can't be consistent on a daily basis, then there's no point in mm -hmm. me helping them because it would be a waste of their time, a waste of my time. And yeah. so that's how I've done it right now. Mm -hmm. That sounds good because it is, I, I heard a story of, of a woman that loved lots and lots of chronic stuff going on, seeing every different doctor, even even integrative doctors that that, you know, could have helped. But yeah, when it came down to one kind of weird side effect of the detox or one odd thing with this, you would just stop, you know, go to the next one. And it's like, well, that's never going to work along the way. You've got to want to, to heal and, and maybe even change diet and things like that. So for you, it's just saying, you know, it's stressing the importance of that from the get go and saying, here's the boundaries. And now that I've stated them, all right, now we're going to work together. And then you forget it. Like if, if it's stated, let it go. Cool. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, for sure. Because it, it feels good. And, it, and now that you're going into the cycle of learning again, I just see, um, you know, being kind to yourself and letting yourself slow down a bit, because this is a key to your lightworker path. It's bringing it all together. And I see this with several of my guests and I see a book and, and a kind of long-term teaching for you, like some kind of course or where you an evergreen way that you can let this knowledge be known. Um, I can see that very much in your energy field. So uh, yes. I don't know if you already have one or if you've been thinking I, about it, but I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Bringing together all that stuff, especially after the osteopathic uh, certification. Oh very my cool. word. <laughs> Next step. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Bring all the, the pieces together. I just love that stuff. Oh, my word. Thank you so much. That was so great. I You're loved it. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I love to hear about where it goes. So thank you for being here today. This has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much. It was so great to meet you. You too, my dear. And where can people find you if they're interested in knowing more about you? Uh, they can just go to healthispower.com. It's um, power is spelled P-O-W-H-E-R. So healthispower.com. That's it. Everything's awesome. there. Perfect. That sounds good. Nice and easy. Yes. <laughs> All right, Anna, will you take care? And we look forward to talking to you again sometime. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.